Hello and welcome to WNC Original Music, episode 61, the Asterix episode. I am very excited for this week's episode. It features Catherine O'Shea and a couple of her musical friends. It was recorded at her family residence, and there were a lot of her family and friends there in attendance. Uh, Some of them to just watch and listen, and a lot of them to sing and play along, which you're going to hear. Not all of them in this episode. We're going to spread that out over a few episodes. But I think you're really going to enjoy all of the episodes with everyone involved. It was a really uh, just special, magical night, and I want to thank Catherine for uh, doing this, and of course everyone else who was involved. I'll have a lot of thank yous uh, at the break. Uh, but first, I want to mention that you can find Catherine O'Shea on Facebook and Instagram and all those places. Just search Catherine O'Shea. That's Catherine with a K. And you can also find her online at CatherineO'SheaMusic.com. Make sure especially to check out her website because she does have a live EP coming out September 20th, so you'll really want to hear that. We'll keep you informed on the WNC Original Music Facebook and Instagram pages as well. Now to the music, the first song you're going to hear features Catherine, of course, and also singer-songwriter Laura Boswell. You can find Laura at lauraboswellmusic.com. And I will have all of these websites in the show description on Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff. Oh, I also want to mention that you're going to hear questions and answers. Uh, Mostly it's the uh, attendees who are asking questions of Catherine and the other musicians, which means you're not going to hear a lot of my voice asking questions. So uh, congratulations on that. And now here are Catherine O'Shea and Laura Boswell. Thank you. 
times that I have gathered this many guest musicians to work with projects of mine so it's really really delightful for me to be working with the kind of talent that's sitting in this room especially can I just get another round of applause for her yeah. <laughs> oh it's so fun okay did you feel good Whew. about it yeah this song's messy <laughs> this song's rough I'm curious what comes up for people before I start talking about the background nope that was my question yeah. okay <laughs> okay who is this song um so, this song was started as something that I now have started calling a message in a bottle song. <laughs> it's like something that you start writing about before you know what it is, before you know what it's actually about, and then later it comes back to you at a later point in your life, usually for me years later, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, well that's what that song is about. Now it makes total sense because of the way that my life has gone since then. So this one started out as one of those. So the entire first verse, uh, you know, fingertips could once hold down threads of steel. That was me struggling with writer's block, literally with just the banjos in my hand, or the banjo in my hands. And um, from there, a few years passed, and later I lost a dear friend of mine um, by the name of Andrew, who this week is actually the anniversary of his death, so I found it interesting that we were doing an event around that date where it would be a lot of talking about the background for my songs because he's been a huge inspiration for my writing. Um, but he was the inspiration and the end of his life. The last time that I ever saw him is what the last verse is about. Um, the untangling the knots in my hair, you know, hoping that there's a piece of you still there, all that is about him. So that's where this one comes from. and ultimately for me just represents a lot of uh, raw emotion and raw struggle and coping and not knowing what you're asking for and having these other voices in your head that you feel like you have to follow. That's sort of the voice that I wrote the chorus from is everything that you think is telling you that you have to do something. Um, so if that adds a little context, <laughs> I think that's this one's all about. This song was written beginning in 2012 and finished in 2014. So uh, is that like uh, because it reminds you, do you 
Does it make you feel better or worse to sing it? I would say <clears throat> stronger. Uh, it, it amplifies everything about sort of going into that memory and how that felt uh, to know that, I don't know, to, it's like New Year's Eve. There's no reason that on New Year's Eve you should think about everything that you've done in your life until that point, but you do for some reason. So it's just one of those anniversary kind of feelings. And then I play all these lyrics and it's like, wow, yeah, I remember feeling that way. I remember being so absolutely where that song was written from. Uh, this one's called Sunflower, and that's all you need to know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
had to sing my mom's favorite line to her face. <laughs> days you the dirt, some days you the daisy. What was that line? Some days you're the dirt, some days you're the daisy. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, always also sense. like some days you're the honey, some sometimes it's the honey, sometimes it's the sting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. Sometimes you get the honey, sometimes you get the sting. Mm -hmm. Shut up. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I played a lot with, with this one with um I I wrote this one in more of a write the lyrics before I get any of the melody or the music than I usually do. This one came as sort of poetry first, so I did a lot of like wordplay that I don't usually lean so much on. So it was kind of fun to play with those. Like some days you're the honey, some days you're the sting, some days you're the burn, some days you're the sun. Like This sounds like a good song for lying in a hammock. I wrote it not lying in a hammock, but it works. <laughs> 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 not gonna lie. I won't lie for you. <laughs> I was sitting on a sidewalk, man. It was not that cushy. <laughs> I do write a lot of music in bed, though. <laughs> like, just lying on my back looking at the ceiling. <laughs> so a hammock wouldn't be too far off. It really sounds like there's a theme of gratitude in the song. Can you speak? Oh, yeah to that but also like recognition of things that aren't good too oh totally i mean that's that's exactly the song <laughs> that's basically the song's purpose in a nutshell and um it was one of those days where i just kind of woke up and i was just being pissy i was just grumpy just woke up on the wrong side of the bed for no reason at all and then i walk outside to go to my car for some reason and it's really sunshiny and i think to myself like <laughs> i literally had this thought i thought man you're being such a dick right now. Why don't you just enjoy the sunshine? Come sit out here. You don't need to sit inside. Come sit in the sun. You'll feel better. You're a plant. And so I went outside and I sat there with my banjo and I wrote this song. And I was just kind of thinking about, all right, perspective check. I don't actually have something on my mind that I think I need to give attention to. I don't think it's worth my time to feel like I'm upset for what I can clearly identify as no reason let me just shift shit up a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah, it's definitely on the gratitude train, which I think I needed a song that was kind of like that. More from Catherine and some other people in just a few moments. want to remind you, you can find her at CatherineOsheaMusic.com and also that she has that live EP coming out around September 20th. We'll keep you updated on that. Also, don't forget to check out LauraBoswellMusic.com. Also, while I'm throwing out web pages, make sure to check out threadbearsongs.com. And uh, that is Ben Mackle's Threadbear Project. Talk a little bit more about that in just a moment. Don't forget to search WNC Original Music wherever you get your podcasts, like on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever they're calling it now, or Google Podcasts or Stitcher or a lot of stuff like that, wherever you get your podcast, You know where you get your podcast better than I do. Also, follow us on Facebook and Instagram for videos and extras and updates on where your favorite artists that have appeared on the show will be playing next and uh, some other stuff, too. Silliness, mainly. This is Michael O'Shea from Bombay Gasoline, and you're listening to WNC Original Music. Speaking of Michael O'Shea, he sort of hosted this event 
And I want to thank him for his audio support and also doing a lot of the video that you'll be seeing. Um, also doing a lot of the editing of the video that you'll be seeing on the Facebook and Instagram page was Ben Mackle, who I mentioned before. He's going to be appearing in the next song under his sort of threadbare persona, which is a project he does uh, apart from his usual band, which is the Blue Eyed Bettys, who are a bit of a um, country folk roots Americana band, probably a few other adjectives in there too. But um, Ben with his Threadbare project has just a very, um, very soulful sound. Uh, You should really go check him out. Go to threadbaresongs.com. And now here are Catherine O'Shea and Ben Mackle as Threadbare. In the interest of not being a dick, I'm going to totally start that over. Um... (laughs) So, hi. Uh, This next one's called Fall, and I'm super, super excited to be doing this one with my friend Ben, who uh, goes by a singer-songwriter personality of Threadbare. He's got this delightful singer-songwriter project that uh, I was also introduced to this one during the brown bag competition. Um, But wait, actually, this is a fun tidbit. Ben and I have known each other since I was like 13? Was that right? I think I was 13 or 14. I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, No, but I did a show that he wrote that was at Flower Rock Playhouse, Billy Goat Gruff. And because I, you know, used to do acting classes over there because I grew up in the area. So I took classes at Flower Rock Playhouse and stuff. And one time I did a musical and it was by Ben Mackle. I never saw him again after I did that musical. And then last fall uh, at the Brown Bag Competition, I ran into him and he came up to me and he was like, hey, no, I'm she Ben. She grabs ben. me. She's like, <laughs> I was like, hey, I really loved your stuff. And she goes, you're Ben Mackle. <laughs> I was like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I swear I wasn't trying to like play that off. <laughs> I honest to God think I blocked that out. <laughs> was that me? <laughs> yeah, no, that probably happened. Um. <laughs> it scared me. I'm not going to lie. It's startling. <laughs> oh, I do that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so this song is called Fall, and I'm really excited that Ben wanted to play on it because I just, you'll see why. Um, yeah, that's all I need to say about this one. <laughs> Thank you. 
that I feel a little bit of uh, self-consciousness about this song because it's so like observational about what's going on and a lot of my songwriting is very like rip your heart out and show it um, so this one I tend to be like huh people like those lyrics too <laughs> it's always like okay cool so that works um, how did um, like the collaboration there you wrote the song first and then then brought in the harmonies or what happened 
Yep. Um, I'll tell you what happened there. Ben is awesome. That's what happened there. <laughs> I So I recorded a demo of this song, and I sent it to Ben, and I showed up, and he's like, cool, I'm thinking, you know, I'm just going to be plucking a few harmonics in the beginning, and then, like, I have this uh, sort of triplets bass line that I'm going to lead into that just had this whole plan of every way that he could serve both the instrumentation in the song and the message. Like, in addition to that, he's telling me, I think I should sing on these lines, but not those lines, because those are personal, and these are more ethereal, and, you know, just, this is one of the most thoughtful musicians I've ever worked with, honestly. Like, you, you're amazing. I, I adore you. Yeah. It's, it was a pleasure to walk in and just, like, let him elevate that song. I'm excited to record it. Hmm? I'm excited to record this. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully soon this will be recording. So. So uh, Ben, from your point of view, because you, you have this like threadbare project, sort of a, a side of your personality. Mm-hmm. So did that feel kind of like, a, a, I don't know what's the word, like validating, not exactly the right word, where you think, okay, I've, I've produced this persona and now someone's thinking, oh, this song sounds like that persona kind of meets up with it. Is that? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It goes right along with what. So yeah. So like Threadbare. Is, the reason it's called Threadbare is to. It's dedicated to like songs whittled down to just exactly what they need. Uh, you know, worn down uh, like a fabric to comfort, and that's what this is. It's just. I mean, it's literally what four notes probably like, and that's that's all you need. You know, for an entire song, and yeah, and. And I think that's so beautiful. And so, yeah, I'm glad that, that this is the one to, to, to bring to me to help. Cause it's, I'm so glad you think that's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> that's all it needs. I think it's such a cool, important message. So many people get so caught up in, I need more, I need more, I need more. And that's all you need. And so, I, of course, I was just going to add a couple notes here and there. I'm not going to try to overcome anything, you know, and uh, yeah. You didn't want to call her up and say, this needs a horn section. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking pop. Yeah. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's make it a trance tune. Banger. <laughs> I could ramble for a long time about how much fun it was to hear the mm. way that you took this song and made it here on. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't let me. <laughs> Please don't let me. <laughs> and I agree. Honestly, the message of this song is the reason that I wanted you specifically on this tune was because... I think it fits with a lot of your lyricism, and I think it fits with a lot of what you talk about, just sort of, you know, taking the base layer of what you can learn from the world around you and how that's operating, and yeah. boiling it down. Mm-hmm. And that's what this song is. For me. And letting others, you know, take that and applying it to their life and add, filling all the color in it all. I think that's, mm-hmm. that's a great way, of, a good side of art. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I found myself when I was writing this song, sort of purposefully spe- uh, steering towards simplicity. Mm. You know, like, I kept thinking, okay, well, you could talk about the fall, you could talk about a, the way that autumn looks, or you can make it deep, right? And every songwriter wants to make it super deep, so I was like, yeah, let's make this deep. And it all just sounded so cheesy and so hokey and bad. So this song ended up being a lot of lyrics that are ultra-simplified, like, somehow it's already mid-October, the leaves are turning red. <laughs> the, 
the neighbors are baking pumpkin bread. It's fall, y'all. <laughs> and I, I found myself just almost as a writing experiment going, okay, let's just say the obvious. Say what really feels quintessentially autumnal. And fuck the poetry, as a favorite acting teacher of mine once said. <laughs> but it turns into so much poetry. Yeah. Like this line, like this line uh, I'm in the kitchen with a stranger making him a cup of tea, hoping that it'll be good to me. There's so much depth in that. Like, oh, cool. holy cow. Yeah, cool. but yet it's just a simple line, you know? Yeah, yeah and it was I just the that. truth. Right. Like, yeah. It was just, well, I hope he doesn't rob me. Exactly, <laughs> or worse, you know? Yeah, there's, there's so much danger. Seriously? Yes! I met somebody, and he came over to my house and stayed the night on the couch, and... <laughs> In the morning, I made him a cup of tea, and I kept thinking, I can't remember where I put my purse, but I hope it's not in his car. <laughs> like, it was it was seriously just this, like, truth. I hope he'll be good to me. Yeah, and so, I, see, I went to, like, this is a first date, and, like, I hope that this, like, man doesn't ruin me as a person with his heart, and, you know, like, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you guys. I'm having I'm having a moment right now. This is gonna happen a lot tonight, is the thing. A lot of my lyrics are more literal than you might expect. Well thanks for having me. Are you kidding? Thank you. Oh my god, you're fantastic. Thank you. Wow, cameras make me so weird. Oh, they're not on. <laughs> They're not? We ran out of tape. So. Good, good to know. Great. So, now that we're alone. Um, <laughs> now, this song is called When to Go. And it's, uh, it's a pretty standard breakup tune, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I'll let you decide. But... <laughs> Had me cooped up in this mountain house too long. Now I'm sipping honey whiskey, and you know the song. Keep on pouring salt into these wounds just to feel the burn. Then I wipe my teary eyes and wonder when I'll ever learn that there's a devil.
hard to play this time. Anyway, what y'all think? <laughs> right? Yeah. Should be sponsored by Jack Daniels, honey. <laughs> Seriously. Talk about how you came up with the hook to that line. Like the... Nice. Thank you. That's a good question. Uh, that's my sister-in-law, everybody, which, oh, God, I've not mentioned this yet. Okay, really cool thing. 
So this is Jenny O'Shea, my sister-in-law. She is also my booking agent because my whole family is just awesomely dedicated to the arts. Yes, right here. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and she runs Flower Bomb Booking, which is an agency here in Asheville. And uh, Laura Boswell, who you've already seen, and Threadbare, who you've already seen, those two guests of mine, are also Flower Bomb Booking roster. inhabitants roster inhabitants forget i said that they're on the flower bomb booking roster (laughs) fantastic um yeah so anyway thank you for asking that question because you know exactly where that came from and uh this came from when i was going through the breakup that i left Atlanta for, or because of, I suppose, uh, last summer when I moved back home to Asheville, um, I kept having this feeling because I was the person that initiated the breakup that I didn't know if it was right or wrong. Um, and so I kept feeling like I sort of had this devil and this angel on my shoulder and I kept having these conflicting advice pieces in my head. I just didn't know which side of my head to listen to because it was all so strong and I really couldn't tell what was smart and what was, but it wasn't like, oh, well, you know, this is a bad idea. It was like, really, you hear the bad idea and you can't tell if it's bad. (laughs) That's how, that's how lost I felt and just unclear about what I wanted and what I needed at the time. Um, and just really attached to what I was walking away from, you know? Um, so that's kind of where that came from. Also, cool part about that song, there really was a bobcat. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering about Just that. Said, I was like, where are you sitting on a mountain looking at bobcats? My puppetry director, she has a house, and I was house-sitting for her when the snowstorm came this year. And I'm like, <laughs> standing in the living room thinking, huh, what, a, like sipping a cup of coffee, looking out on this yard. She lives in a beautiful home. Um, and I'm just looking out on this yard like, hmm, what am I going to get into today? Because, <laughs> like, it's a snow day. And I look over and I see a bobcat, like, bound all the way across the yard. And I went, what? That's an amazing start to this day. Um, which was apparently, like, one of the highlights since the rest of the day was written writing a breakup song. <laughs> and sipping honey whiskey. Um <laughs> yeah, I think that's kind of all I have to say about this one. <laughs> but, <laughs> you're so kind. Why don't you call that song just called Bobcat? Just make people. I thought about it. I thought about it. But look, that's you telling me to name another song, one word, something involved in nature, and I. D- one more title. Mm-hmm. Fingertips, fall, poison, puzzle, sunflower. sunflower. I have a song called Dandelion. Do I really need sunflower and dandelion? I don't know, but I wrote them, so whoops. Well, they're in the other song. Oh, I gotta name that one Daisy. There we go. Oh, it's the same as sunflower. Damn. Okay, that's it for part one of the Catherine O'Shea and her music accomplices recordings. 
Again, I want to thank Catherine, of course, but also Laura Boswell and Ben Mackle, who appeared as Threadbare, Michael O'Shea, who uh, sort of hosted and also helped out a lot with the audio and video technical details. More people to thank in some upcoming episodes, and there's going to be a lot more people appearing with Catherine and also some really great solo songs that she's going to do. If you haven't already, go back and listen to the Threadbare episode of WNC Original Music. It's just a whole episode just with Threadbare. And then there are a couple of episodes from the Barrel House songwriting competition that feature Catherine playing live. So check out both those for more of these great artists. And of course, don't forget to go to everyone's uh, websites and download their music. All these guys that have been on tonight are on Spotify and iTunes. So go and stream their stuff, but especially uh, download it and pay for it, and then you have it forever, even when the internet goes down, which I understand is scheduled for next Thursday. And of course, don't forget to go and subscribe to WNC Original Music, wherever you get your podcasts, follow on Facebook, Instagram, and all those places. And after you do that, then you can have a good week. Not too bad with a hangover.